0: Welcome to this Sunday Mornings Message podcast from Kingdom Faith. Good morning, everyone. I had a great time in worship this morning. I just really felt like God... I was on my knees and I just really felt God was kind of encouraging me to just, to just pray, just pray into the word, pray for a breakthrough in worship. And I was just praying more than worshiping. I was just praying in tongues and just like, God, just break through. And God was doing something in me, I don't know, but I I had an encounter with God, it was awesome. Cool, so this morning, um, we're going to be just carrying on from what Anna was talking about last week. For those of you that weren't there, she was talking about building the walls. So she um, talked about bringing, first of all, bringing down our own walls of any sort of separation or anything that gets in the way of us between each other, between relationships and Bringing those walls down, so there might be unforgiveness, there might be bitterness, there might be anger, whatever. And then building up the walls of God's kingdom in Crawley. So this morning we're going to be really talking about vision and strategy on how and, and what we're going to be doing in Crawley. What, what is our vision for Crawley? So I want to kind of start off with the bigger picture and then kind of like focus right down as to exactly what steps are we taking? what's the plan, what's the goal, what's the aim for what we're doing in Crawley. Okay, so I'm just going to pray before we begin. So Father God, I just thank you for just releasing fresh vision and strategy and understanding this morning of what your heart is for Crawley, for what your heart is for us as a congregation um, here planted in Crawley, for what you want us to do over these next coming years um, and months and weeks, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that you have a heart for the people here and you've got great plans for us. And we all fit into that plan perfectly. So, Father, just bring your revelation, spirit of revelation, um, to just come right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Brilliant. So... I just want to start off with a scripture. Um, Chris, don't, don't follow me because I'm using different translations, so it will come up different on the board, so don't follow my scriptures. But in Proverbs 29, 18, in King, the King James Version, it says that where there is no vision, the people perish. And it's important for us as a people, as the body of Christ, as a church, that we have vision, that we know where we're going, that we've got something from God that we're carrying daily, that we know this is what God's called us to do. This is where God's calling us to be. This is what he's asking of us. Because without it, as it says in the scripture, people perish. We don't really know what we're doing. We're kind of just floating around and doing a bit of this, a bit of that. Um, But God wants to sharpen, I believe this morning, sharpen the vision So what is the vision of Kingdom Faith? So many of you may have heard this many times before. Hopefully you have. For newer people, maybe you haven't. But the vision overall for Kingdom Faith, so that's for all of the different churches around the country, so in London, in Scarborough, in Taunton, um, Worthing, Crawley, Horsham, the larger vision is that we want to see a move of God, a revival that turns... The tide of a godless society by faith working through love in the power of the Holy Spirit to reach people to make them followers of Jesus Christ. So there's a move of God that's going to last a a long amount of time from generation to generation that we are going to be part of. That's the vision to be part of that that reaches out to this whole nation and further. So that's the wider vision You may have heard that before, but for us in this area down here, down south, um, so in the 25-mile radius around Horsham, we are reaching out to the people, so 5,000 households, which is probably about 25,000 people, we're reaching out to the people in the 25-mile radius around Horsham. So that includes us here in Crawley, in Horsham, in Worthing, and in Burgess Hill, that's going to be starting up as a congregation pretty soon. Um, we as congregations, we're one church in many locations. So we're one church, so we follow, so we have our directors that are over the children's work, over prayer, over new peoples and other areas, and we, we work together as a team, as, as one church, but in dot, dotted around the 25-mile radius, and we have a vision to reach this area. So that's the wider vision, that's coming in a little bit smaller. So in Crawley, so this is what we're talking about this morning. We're going to be focusing on what are we called to do in Crawley here in this region. So in Crawley, there's around 115,000 people in Crawley, if you didn't know that. It's a lot of people. And God has called us as a a congregation, as part of Kingdom Faith, to reach out to those 150,000 people. And what I want to just go over and focus on this morning is how we're going to do that. Um, it's important that we all know and we just catch the spirit of God and catch something of God as to, to how we play our part in that each individually and how we kind of see that outworked. So if I rewind back to when Anna and I took over about 18 months ago, So we took over from Pastor Paul. um, And we moved building from um, Maidenbauer over to here in the school here. And, you know, God just really spoke to me and said to me that like Joshua who entered the promised land, that's how I want you to enter Crawley. And that's how I want you to take possession of the land of Crawley, basically. So... I'm just going to read through Joshua Joshua 1, you can flick there if you want in your Bibles, um, verses 1 to 11. And I read this out a number of times when we first took over. We were still back in Maiden Barrier in Orioles High School, and I read this out a number of times. And I want to just revisit this, because this, this is our strategy for reaching crawling. So after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aide, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then... You and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give them, uh, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I'll be with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. So that you may be careful to do everything written in it, then you'll be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people to go through the camp and tell the people, "Get your provisions ready. Three days from now you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. And there's there's a lot in that. But basically, that's a word for all of us, not just for me as a leader. That's a word for all of us to go and take possession of the land that he's given us. And sometimes we need that word from God to just encourage us, to to just push us forward, to say, go and do it. You know, you've talked about it. You prayed about it. You've hoped about it. You've dreamed about it. You want to see it. But God is saying, go and do it. Go and take possession. Go and enter into the land that I've given to you and be bold, be strong, be courageous, be brave and go and do it in, with my spirit, you know, go. So God's called us to go and take possession of this land in crawling. Now, the strategy that God gave to Joshua, I believe, is the same strategy that God wants us to use. I believe that's what God said to me, that Joshua entered the land and bit by bit he took the section, he took the part of the land, parts of the land. And he started off with Jericho. And many of you may have heard the story of the walls of Jericho that came down. And then he went from place to place. He went to Ai and then he went to some other places. I don't know if I have them listed down here. But he went through the whole land and he took it bit by bit. And I believe that's what God said to me. Go and start and take Crawley bit by bit so Crawley has got boroughs um, I think some uh, I was on the web, on the website last night they call them wards I don't know they're just places in Crawley so you've got like Broadfield, Bewbush Ifield Gossips Green Pound Hill Maiden Bower Northgate, Southgate Furnace Green Langley Green and I don't know if I've missed any any of them but West Green yeah another green I knew there's another green out there somewhere. Um, but there's the whole of Crawley, and I believe God's saying take it bit by bit by bit. And really, I, I knew God was saying to start with Broadfield. So we are a congregation that is reaching out to all of Crawley. I want to make that clear. We're not a church in Broadfield or for Broadfield, just for Broadfield. Broadfield is the first place. It's like Jericho. It's the first place on God's list of where we're going to to see God for us to see us take possession of the land, see God take possession of the land. So God has got Broadfield on his heart as the first place. And many even before we took over, Pastor Paul had Broadfield on his heart. We prayed a lot there. We've outreached a lot there. We've sown a lot of seed into Broadfield. It's really ready for harvest. And we're seeing that take place. And God is saying, you know, go and take possession of that place first. And then after Broadfield, I believe we, it, we're, we're meant to take the land bit by bit. And we, we are a, a church of small groups. Kingdom Faith is a church of small groups. And I, I just believe what God, I felt God was saying to me was, you go into a part of the land and you plant things there. So you have a small groups there. You have outreaches there. You have people that... Uh, lead things in those different areas of Crawley and they take possession of that area so you may have some small group leaders that that know the needs they know how to relate to the people in those areas they know the people in those areas they know how to communicate to the people in those areas they know the needs of the people they connect they relate they grow Uh, their small group in that area and it outreaches to that area and then what we do is on a Sunday morning we all meet together so You'll have small groups all around Crawley, this is the vision, and we all come together on a Sunday morning, and we meet with God together. And that, in its essence, is is what I believe God's calling us to do. So some analogies I felt from God was like having a, if you've got a a big plot of land with many different fields, there's different ways to harvest those fields, There's there's different things that are planted in those fields, so there's different methods of harvesting what needs to come from those individual fields. And in Crawley, there's quite a diversity in the different areas of Crawley. It's a very diverse place, if you haven't noticed already. You know, there's lots of different people from different nationalities and different backgrounds and cultures, and there needs to be different kind of strategies to reach different people. So we want to be hearing that from God, and the people that are in those areas will know how to how to reach out to those, the diverse people in their area. So, I just found the, I found the list of all the different places that uh, Joshua took out. So it was Jericho first, then Ai, Bethel, Jerusalem, Hebron, Jamreth, Lachish, Eglon, Giza, and then they go on. There's loads more. But he, he went round, and God gave him victory in different areas and had a different strategy and different tactics to use. He just heard the voice of God and did what God told him to do. And the kings would fall, and their nation would fall, and he would go in with Israel, and they'd take possession of that area. Cool. Okay, so Broadfield First. So Broadfield has 15,000, around 15,000 people in it. It's a lot of people just for one area. And it's, I, I picked this up on the internet, and I know someone else spoke about this, um, I think last year sometime. The Broadfield House, which is a, a it's like a, um, a building on the top of, Broadfield, near K, You know where K2 is? If you go across the road from K2, near where the football stadium is, there's a place called Broadfield House. It's like a, a listed building, an old building up there. And, actually, and it said on the internet, it said, after World War II, Crawley was designated as a new town um, and had to prepare for rapid growth, uh, strictly planned growth. And Broadfield House was chosen as the headquarters of Crawley Development Corporation and became the base where all the decisions that shaped Crawley's future were made. And if you, where, Craw, where Broadfield is, if you imagine us coming out of Horsham or out of Roffey Place, where the, you know, the, the kind of mother church, if you want to say, or where Kingdom Faith was, was kind of first planted in Roffey Place, the first place you come to, if you go up the dual carriageway, is actually Broadfield. There's Bubish on the left, there's Broadfield on the right. So it's kind of one of the first places we come out from the, the heart of Kingdom Faith, we come, and we come into the land. And it's, and it's like, you, you know, you go up the hill, up to t- top of the Tollgate Hill, where Broadfield House kind of is, um, and you can look over Crawley. And I thought it was interesting that it said, you know, this is where a lot of the, the plans for the rest of Crawley was kind of made from Broadfield. And actually, it, it kind of relates to Jericho. So, so when Joshua went into Jericho, God gave him a very specific strategy to reach Jericho, where they marched around the walls a number of times, and then they, they blowed on the, the trumpets, and the, the walls came down. But it was like Jericho was, the, was an important strategic place that, that Joshua had to take first. And then the rest, it was like the rest of the, the nations that he went to, or the, the parts of Canaan that he went to, they heard of what happened in Josh in um, Jericho and it was like a fear came over the people so when he stepped into the stepped into different areas it was like they knew god was with these guys and and these the the walls of Jericho came down and this was a mighty kind of area in Canaan it was quite fortified so it was very hard to take but god quite easily took it you know it was it was it looked hard in the natural but in in God's way, it just the walls just came down and they walked in and just took the, they took that land, and I feel like Broadfield is like that. That we need to reach it, and from what we do in there, the rest of Crawley will kind of unfold, and we will be able to go into other areas, maybe do similar things that we've done there, and and reach the people. So, so over. Um, our time of prayer and fasting at the beginning of the year, the 21 days. I was really speaking to God. I was like, God, what is your strategy for us? You've told us to go into Broadfield first. What is the strategy? How do we reach these people in Broadfield? And I, it, took, it took over that, those 21 days for God to kind of unpack and just download some stuff to me about how to do it. But, I mean, I'll, I'll shrink it down. In essence, what I believe God said to me was that, the people who live in broadfield are the ones that need to reach the people in broadfield the ones that the people that live there they've lived there for 10 20 30 years they know how broadfield works they know the people there they've they've have a heart for their community there their neighbors their friends their family they know what will work and what won't work in that in that part of crawley so they're the ones who need to take possession of that area it's their community it's their you know you have a love for your community usually you 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 want to see it grow you want to see it flourish you want to see people be blessed there you want to reach out to the people around you there you you want to see people do well there and I felt God was saying it's you need to encourage them you need to equip them you need to release them you need to empower them to reach the people around them So a good example of that is Carrie. And give us a wave, Carrie, who leads a toddler group it <laughs> leads a toddler group already in Broadfield. And she's she had a heart to, to run a toddler group in Broadfield. And she came to us and we said, Okay, great. As Kingdom of Faith, let's empower you as a church, let's get behind you and release you to do this. You know the people, you know the mums, you know the children, you know how to reach out to those mums, you know what's going to work in your community. So we empower you, we release you, we resource you, we get, give you people, money, whatever you need to reach those people. And she's done that, and she's been really faithful in that, and it's going really well. Let's give her a round of applause. It's going really well. And, um, oh, yes, you do. So... Already, it's bearing fruit. So Carrie has, um, it's Michelle, isn't it? So Michelle has been coming along to the toddler group. She can probably hear me. She might be in the crash. She's around here somewhere. And um, from coming to the toddler group and, be, and getting into relationship with Carrie and with the people that are helping out there, she, Carrie's brought her along to the Alpha course that we started um, in Roffey Place. And through coming to the Alpha Course, she's given her life to the Lord. That was last week, the week before. And she's loving life at the moment. She's doing really well. But it shows that that's, that what's happened with Michelle is an example of what we want to see over and over and over and over again. So in the different areas of Crawley where we outreach to people, we want to see them come through a process that God kind of has, has built where they... they come into relationship with us they come into the church they come and they get they become saved and there's more steps for michelle to take where she can maybe come into a freedom group next and just get rid of anything in her life that may be there that's pre- you know preventing her from fulfilling what god has for her you know and then finding her purpose remember our pathway you know no god find freedom, discover your purpose, and then make a difference. So she's coming along that pathway, and that's exactly what we want to see for many other people in Broadfield first, but then in other areas as well. Um, So, on to the next bit. I feel that what God said to me to do was to... Just make a, make room, make a place where people can come in Broadfield, and the people in our church, and just share ideas that we're going, we're going to get together. We're going to pray, and we're going to speak. We're going to listen to God, and we're going to just share ideas. And we're going to, and I'm going to lead all of this, and we're going to just speak about how else we can outreach. To the people of Broadfield. So the toddler group is one outreach. But we want to have other outreaches. We want to have small groups there. We want to have places there where people can come into. They can just connect together. They can find God. So I believe that our next step is to, just, is to make another outreach there. We need to have another place where, people, where we can be open to people to come into. And they can find God. They can find God. Find their purpose. Get free of stuff. So, I've picked out next Wednesday, and next Wednesday evening in the community centre in Broadfield, we're going to get together, and I want, especially the people that live in Broadfield, but for all of us as well, because if we're part of this congregation, we're part of what God's called us to do in Crawley. So, even though you may not live in Broadfield, you may not live in Crawley. I know there's quite a few people here from Hawley and other areas, but as a congregation, God has called us to reach Crawley. And Broadfield is our Jericho. And Broadfield is one area. And then we're going to move around to the other areas. But I want to invite you guys to come on this Wednesday. And we want to share ideas. We want to pray together. And we want to just um, strategize uh, as to how else we can outreach to the people in Broadfield. And During the process of that, leaders will come to the surface. um, Small groups will come to the surface. People will take, you know, ownership of what's happening in Broadfield, especially those that live in there, as I said before, and we will see more people come through to know God in Broadfield. Amen? So if you can make that, that will be great. And I'll put some stuff out on the hotline. If you aren't on the hotline on our WhatsApp hotline, please let me know and I'll add your number to it. So, moving on. So, in 2018, at the beginning of the year, Pastor Clive um, released the vision for the year. So, we have our overall vision we have our vision for Crawley. But each year, Pastor Clive just releases some stuff that God spoke to him about, about each year as to what's going to happen. So this year, if you remember the vision Sunday, he spoke, about, um, he spoke from 2 Samuel 5, which talked about David uh, going up against the, uh, the, the Philistines and just having a battle and taking ground. And I'll just read that to you. Cause it was important because he said this year is a year of harvest this year is a year of breakthrough and this year is a year of breaking out so we're here to see a harvest come in just like michelle there's other people out there like that that we need to see come into the body of christ so 2 samuel 5 from verse 17 says when the philistines heard that david had been anointed king over israel they went up in full force to search for him But David heard about it and went down to the stronghold. Now the Philistines had come and spread out in the valley of Rephaim. So David inquired of the Lord, shall I go and attack the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hands? The Lord answered him, go, for I will surely deliver the Philistines into your hands. So David went to Belperazin and there he defeated them. He said, as the waters break out, the Lord has broken out against my enemies before me. So that place was called Bel Peor. The Philistines abandoned their idols there, and David and his men carried them off. So, if you remember from that vision, uh, from the, that vision Sunday, where Pastor, we watched the video of Pastor Clive and he he preached about this, he said the stronghold, and I believe this is really for us in going forward, because this is what we're doing. We're talking about this morning, moving forward, taking ground, taking possession of the land that God's given to us. He said that there's. We need to come into a place in in the stronghold. So David went into his stronghold first and inquired of the Lord there, and the Lord gave him direction. And for us in our to 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 come into we need to come into a place with God where we're in that in that secret place. We're in that place and we need to be here a lot more often in, in this year. Because actually when we listen to what Pastor Clive's releases a vision, it's going to work, Amen. When we follow what he's said is is what God is saying for this year. When we do that, there's blessing there, there's release there. So the the place where David went into was a stronghold. It was like a place where he encountered God, where he prayed, he inquired of the Lord, um, where he got a person, he got the breakthrough for himself. So we need to come in 2018. It's a, it's a real time of prayer. So the first week of each month, we're getting together and we're praying. You know, we pray um, on the, the first Wednesday of each month as well. We have our impact prayer meetings. We, it's, we need to be praying this year more than we've prayed before. We need to be getting together and, so to speak, you know, individually going into your, pla- into your own personal stronghold, your own personal secret place, but also corporately as a congregation – coming together and praying and seeing, getting a breakthrough personally, but also as a congregation, we're getting a breakthrough so that we can then go out, so that we can then break out into our communities. And yes, we're talking about Broadfield, but also that you have, a, you know, we all have a sphere of influence. We all have a workplace or, or a household or friends, family, people around us. That we want to just, when we're carrying something from God that we've got from him, that it kind of comes out of us. It breaks out. So we're talking about breakthrough personally. And then in, in that breakthrough, it comes out of us and it breaks out and it, in, you know, it influences the lives of the people around us. So we need to be in that place of, of, that, in that place of stronghold, in that stronghold place this year. We need to be in a place where we get built up in God and then we go out from there and we carry what we have from God out into our communities wherever we are. Um, One of the other phrases that he mentioned was this year is going to be a year of praying and going. Pray and go, he said. "You know, So we want to be praying more, as I said already, and then going out. So when you pray... Many of you may, may have experienced this. When you pray often, to so say we're praying into Broadfield, how many know God gives you a heart for the people there? When you start to pray for those people, when you start to intercede, when you start to really cry out to God for the, for the lives of people, even though you might not live there, even though you might not be around those people all the time, God gives you a heart. He kind of stirs your heart for those people. So we want to be really praying um, into Broadfield, into Crawley, and God will give us a heart for our community here. Another thing Pastor Clive said, it's a year of overtaking the enemy. So as we come out of our stronghold, and as we, we break out, we're going to overtake the enemy, because this is a battle. You know, it's not gonna, We're not going to walk into any area and just, just take possession of people's lives, or just bring them into the kingdom without some sort of resistance. It, you know, we live in a, a, a world where there is the prince of the power of the air, the Bible calls him, or who has dominion, but we have the victory over him. He has dominion, but we reign and we rule with Jesus with God, who is in charge of everything. you know he, he just uh, it's kind of like I remember a, a year ago or so I, I talked about um, I preached a word about having spiritual squatters where you have where the enemy can maybe just squat for a while in a in an area until we take possession of the area and kick him out so there is going to be a battle but we in prayer where we're strengthened in the word when we're strengthened in worship where we're built up in God we just get rid of him like that we just he's kind of just waiting And kind of sitting on some things, and then we come in and just remove him out of the way, amen? That's what we've been called to do. So also, a scripture that was mentioned is Isaiah 54, and I believe this is for us in Crawley. And Isaiah 54, verse 2 says, Enlarge the place of your tent. Strengthen your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes for you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. That's kind of like spiritually what I was just talking about, dispossessing nations, dispossessing the areas that the is kind of in control of. But God is calling us this year to enlarge the place of our tent, amen, to stretch out, to stretch wide, to strengthen our tent pegs, to strengthen the cords. You know, like when you have a tent and you're pitching a tent. He's saying, stretch out. Just make yourself bigger. Take possession of what's around you. Don't let the enemy kind of be in control of things. You take possession of him. You know, he, we have all spiritual authority over over all the works of the enemy. He, God has given us authority over everything that the enemy could throw, over, throw at us or against us. We dispossess him. He doesn't dispossess us. Amen. So, it's about breaking through this year, stretching out, becoming, growing, being fruitful, stepping out into new ground, taking new territory. And that's what I believe God is going to continually do with us in crawling. Now, this morning, as a response, if we could just have someone up on the keyboard, as a response... Um, One thing Joshua did when he entered the promised land was he said he consecrated the people. So, and I believe the Lord kind of said something about that to me uh, the other day as I was preparing this morning. He was saying, you need to consecrate the people. Make sure the people are ready to step in to take possession of the land. And Joshua did this with the children of Israel. He consecrated them and... And consecration just means you're setting yourself apart. It means you're you're reckoning yourself as whole, as holy, as set apart, ready, kind of ready to do what God wants you to do. So, like when we, you know, we um, uh, dedicate children, we set them apart for God's holy purposes. And I just believe God wants to do some of that this morning. I believe we did this at the beginning of the year, but I, I just believe this morning, as I'm just releasing the vision, we need to kind of do it again, and. A scripture that I just felt God was saying to use was uh, Colossians three. So you can flick there if you want. In, in fact, it'd be good if you did turn to it. Maybe that one can go up on the screen in the in the NIV. Everyone there. So, as God's released this vision now and this strategy, it's like we need to set ourselves apart to achieve it. And that's personally between you and God. You know, it's it's between you and God in setting yourself apart to be part of this. You know, we, you've got to give yourself into what God has been saying. You know, it's not about just doing what I've told you to do because I've told you to do it, or just doing what Pastor Clive in, or the Vision of Kingdom Faith, you know, we can... We can always pay lip service to things, but it's about your heart, really. It's about what are you prepared to be part of this, to move forward together and to, to, to do what God's calling you to do. And, I mean, before we move into this, I do want to say that I know a number of you live in Hawley or Red Hill or around that area. And I do believe, I know that's outside of Crawley, but I do believe we do need to have something for you guys where you meet together. In a small group as well, which may be outside of Crawley, and there may be other groups of people that are living outside of Crawley. And there's people around you. We may have, well, well we will have small groups so that you guys can meet together as well. So it's, I know we're reaching out to Crawley, and that is where the vision is, and we're reaching out to Broadfield. But it doesn't mean if you're you live outside of that, kind of, that kind of excludes you to to what God wants to do. Um, but you're also you are part of this congregation, so you know, you will be part of what we're doing in Broadfield and what we're doing in Gossips Green and what we're doing in Langley Green and the rest of Corley, Amen? So anyway, in Colossians 3, and I'm just going to read through this whole um, chunk of Scripture, maybe up to verse 15. And it's a real Scripture of consecration. It's a, it's a Scripture where, where God is setting people apart. And there's some, there's some great bits in here. And if you just read through with me, I want you to take this away as well today and just kind of work through it. Because there's some great instruction in here to, to have your life set apart for him. So from, from, from verse 1, it says, Since then you've been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. So keep your eyes fixed on him. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. So fix your eyes on Jesus. Set your eyes and your heart on things above, not things down here. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature. Sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these in the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. So can you see this is consecration? This is God saying, right, we need to get rid of some stuff. If we're going to move forward, we can't move forward with all these bits and pieces going on, sin, whatever is going on in your life. He wants us to be holy, holy people, set apart. And, you know, we're all a work in progress. When None of us are perfect. And these things, you know, we may need help with. And that's what the leadership are here for. That's what your, the freedom groups are there for. That's what people are around for. You know, we we need help to get rid of some of these things sometimes. They don't just disappear just like that. So, come and speak to us if you need help. Get into a freedom group next time we run them. That's where you can get free of all of this stuff. Amen? Uh, Where did I get up to? So, but now, you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you've taken off the old self with its um, practices and have put on the new self which is being renewed in the knowledge, in the image of of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is in all and, uh, sorry, but Christ is all and is in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. So we put off all of the junk and we put on these things. So we're a holy people. We're dearly loved. Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. And we need God's spirit to work those things in us. Amen. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. I think Anna touched on some of that last week. This is all about our walls coming down, forgiving each other, not holding on to um, unforgiveness or bitterness or resentment or anything like that. We just, we forgive as God forgave us. So verse 14, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. We prayed about that this morning, that God, we want to have love. as We want to love one another. We want to have that spirit of love between us we want to receive God's love so that that can come out of us so verse 15 let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns and songs from the spirit singing to God with gratitude in your hearts and and whatever you do whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. That's quite important, that last verse. It's whatever we do. So when we're in an outreach or we're setting up church on a Sunday morning, packing things down, serving teas, coffees, serving in the groups, doing different things, everything we do, we need to do as unto God. You know, we're not just serving a kind of uh, (laughs) mission, a ministry we're not serving me or you're not serving uh people but you're serving god you're not doing this because you've been told to do it or you feel like pressured into doing it in everything we're doing we're serving him so when we're outreaching to people when if you're serving in the toddler group or you're doing whatever you're doing you're you're doing it as unto the lord it's worth remembering it's worth keeping in your heart that we we When we're in prayer meetings, we're coming to impact prayer meetings or coming to different things that we do as a church. We're not doing it out of duress or out of pressure. You're doing it because you want to meet with God. You want to pray and release the purposes of God. You want to be close to God. When you come here on a Sunday morning, it's about connecting with Him. You're doing it for Him. Amen? So work through that. Even later on today or this week, just have a look through that Colossians 3. It's really important. This stuff we need to just put put aside. And that's a continual process, daily. Continually laying down things at the foot of his cross. Continually just consecrating ourselves to him afresh. I believe we need to do that daily. God, I give you my life this morning. I give you this day today. I choose to put off all of that stuff. I choose to put on that humility, that love, that compassion, that patience. The fruits of the Spirit need to work in our lives. And they're fruits that Jesus bears through us. The Spirit of God bears through us. If you'd just like to stand to your feet. And you need to speak to God yourself. I can't do that for you. But God's called us to this mission. He's given us this mandate. He's given us this call. He's given us direction this morning. He's asking us to be counted. And we all fit into this picture somewhere. And we have a mission to fulfill in crawling. And we need to do it together. we're one body, we're one people we all have a function we all have gifts to give we all have a place and I just believe this morning let's just, I'm just going to pray and you just speak to God yourself just give yourself afresh to him today I'm just going to pray. I'm going to pray for myself. But God, I just want to give myself afresh to you right now. Father, this is your will, not mine. And Father, as a group, as a congregation of people, Father, I want to be part of fulfilling what you've called me to do. I don't want to miss the call of God. I don't want to be lagging behind. I don't want to be off doing other things when you've called me to be here now, present, doing your will in Crawley in this place. Father, help us to tune in to you. Help us to find our place and help us to serve you in your kingdom for your glory. Father, we want to see you glorified in Crawley, glorified in Broadfield, glorified in all the areas of this this land that you've told us to take possession of. Father, here I am. Use me. Let that be your prayer this morning. Here I am. Use me, God. I want to be that vessel of honour in your hands for you to use. Thank you Jesus Praise you Father Praise you Lord Let's just respond to God by Continue to just worship him Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast We trust it's been an encouragement to you For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith And for our other audio and video podcasts Please visit KingdomFaith.com